Good morning, everyone. We're going to try to go ahead and get started. Do appreciate the Lord and appreciate uh, y'all that have made it here this morning. We have had quite a few that are out of town, and uh, uh, we're glad that they're able to go out of town. But I'm glad for you who have made it here this morning. And so uh, we've got more than two or three, and so I'm proud for that. So let's get in and see what God's got for us here this morning. Brother Jamie, if you would have your part in our class this morning. All right. Everybody stand up. Stand up on if you would come and receive our morning uh, tithe and offering for us and Teresa be getting us a song. Lord we thank you for this good day. We thank you Lord you're so mindful of us. We thank you Lord you have given us so abundantly of everything. You only ask Lord for a small amount back. Help us Lord. Bless us this day. Help us uh, Lord have a right spirit in giving. That is surely what you look at. Bless us, Lord. Bless yes. the giver and the gift. Amen. Amen. 
Brother Robert this morning taught on uh, Thanksgiving, thanking the Lord in everything. You know, that's not really always easy. But uh, I do appreciate the Lord for everything. When I was younger, I got really upset when things didn't go the way I thought they should go. When my job didn't go the way that it should go. Whenever uh, my income didn't go the way that I thought it should go. Whenever uh, uh, my children didn't go the way that I thought they should go. And it was really hard for me to thank the Lord for that. But I want to tell you, I have found in my brief living for God since 1981 that when trouble comes, the Lord does too. Yeah. And really and truly, He's in that fire. He's in that test or that trial. And so, while you think things are, are going bad, the Lord's working. And you need to be thanking the Lord for what He's doing. We There's a lot of things I, I really cannot understand. Probably never understand. But I can understand this much. God works. And a lot of times to get your problem fixed, He's got to bust things up and turn things around. And I appreciate the Lord for loving us enough to do that. All right, let's get in and see what God's got for us. I thank the Lord for His goodness and for all of you keeping the fires burning so my husband and I can... Anyway, it's every time. No matter where I go, coming and going, I go through that. But um, 
heat stroke or what, but uh, he's been having some trouble. So let's remember him in prayer. Lord Jesus, right now, Lord, we lift up Brother Todd to you. Oh, we pray for that healing virtue to go through him. Touch him and completely heal him. Give him strength one more time, oh God. Help him, Lord, during this time, Lord, to draw closer to you. Closer, Lord. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name we pray. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus. Brother Dan, I understand that they gave him a diagnosis of Parkinson's. Is that correct? Yes. So we're going to pray for him right now. Pray for the Lord to heal him. Help him during this. Dear Jesus, right now, we know that you know all things, dear Jesus. And I ask and pray, dear Lord, that you would heal the Lord. Let's right now. Lord, heal him, oh God. Strengthen him through this, oh God. Help him to draw closer to you than he ever has before. Bless him, we pray in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank the Lord. Anyone else need prayer here this morning? Thank the Lord. Aren't you glad we can get up close again? Not have to try to be six feet apart? Amen. Appreciate the Lord for that. God answers prayers. And um, I'll tell you a little something that the Lord dealt with me years ago about that uh, part of my sermon this morning. But... Um, God knows the path that you're going to walk in long before you start walking in. I know this may sound somewhat like predestination, but it's not. But there are ways that you are designed to walk and you're going to have to go through certain troubles and trials. Doesn't matter what you pray, how good you live. John the Baptist, he was called from his mother's womb. Yeah. He didn't have a choice. So we're going to have to walk these ways. There's been a few times I prayed to the Lord and said, Lord, is it Your will for me to do such and such and do this and do that? And I knew for sure the Lord had said go. Only for trouble to come my way. <laughs> But you see, it was through that trouble that God needed me to go through so that I could learn more about Him and draw closer to Him. But I appreciate the Lord so very much. And so, no matter if it's sickness, financial, uh, friends, uh, family, whatever trouble you're going through, God's got a purpose for it. And never forget Romans 8.28. 
All things work together for good to those who love God. To them who are called according to His purpose. And so I appreciate the Lord. He will make a way. He's got a, 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 a path for us. And I don't know about you, but I want to fulfill what God has for me. Amen. Uh, here this morning, um, praying and seeking the Lord about uh, what to preach and what He wanted me to say. It's important for us as ministers not just preach what we want to preach, but to preach what He wants us to preach. And so, uh, uh, my mind came over to this verse. So I got one verse for my my text here this morning. So if you would stand with me as you're turning to Luke chapter 1. Luke chapter 1. And uh, drop down to verse 35 with me. Luke 1, verse 35. This is my text. And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. Really want us to focus in on that last phrase. Therefore also that holy thing. If we could, let's bow our heads. Dear Lord Jesus, I thank You for who You are. Every time I begin to think about who You are, my mind just uh, almost explodes, Lord, trying, trying to comprehend all. But I thank You, Lord, for who You are. And I thank You, Lord, that You loved us. While we were yet sinners, You died for us. And I thank You for that great mercy. I pray, Lord, here this morning that You would anoint these feeble lips of clay to bring forth Your Word to try to magnify who You are and to lift You up that, Lord, we may have a better understanding, a better knowledge, and thereby be able to understand more and more about You and our walk in this world. Come by and help us, we pray. In Your blessed, holy, righteous, and wonderful name, that name of Jesus, and everyone said, Amen. Here in the Scriptures and in this part, that part that doesn't call Him a fetus, does not call Him a baby, does not call Him a human, calls Him that holy thing. Woo! Luke the physician knows about those uh, medical terms of what to call. But he did not have the exact medical term to be able to use for this baby to come. He called it that uh, holy thing. In the uh, Greek, that particular, that holy thing is actually just one Greek word. And it means devoted to the gods. Sacred. Holy. 
It can be of things like the temple or the holy of holies. And it can also be uh, talking about persons who are holy and pure. This one here, the way uh, Luke was writing it, he was writing it to let you know he is the Son of God. The Son of God. He's not the Son of Mary. He is the Son of God. (laughs) And so... Uh, He was foretold even all the way back in Genesis in the third chapter when it talked about I will put enmity between thee and the woman and between thy seed and her seed. He's talking to the, the serpent. And it said, I will bruise thy head and thou shalt bruise his heel. Talking about the Messiah who would come. The one who would come to save us. Who his very uh, name means Jehovah saves. <laughs> and so I want to talk this morning about who is Jesus the Messiah. You know, and I'm sorry to admit this, but probably up into my late 20s or even early 30s, I couldn't really tell you, explain to you about who was Jesus. Who is He? What is He? Is He half human and half God? Is He, um, is he uh, uh, just a, a phantom? Is He just a, a created being that God created you know, to make another uh, you know, look like human being walk around and He'll put His Spirit in Him? I mean, there are a lot of things that are going on. And you talk to some people and it, 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 just, it just makes it more confusing. Yeah. Who is Jesus right. the Messiah? Yeah. One of the things that I, I preached about and I try to preach about pretty regularly because I want you to know this is about who we are patterned after. In Genesis 1, 26 and 27, and I know I've mentioned this several times, it said, and God said, let us make man in our image and in our likeness. And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God uh, created man in His image In the image of God created He Him. Male and female created He them. You want to know what God looks like? Look around. You're seeing the image of God. Now don't get crazy like some people I know. Okay? You're not God. Okay? First time I got had some experience with that was really when I was young before I even got saved. I remember uh, on the island, one of my friends, his father was a drunkard. And he got saved. Uh, but the only problem was uh, I heard that the fire marshal and the fire people and all that had to go down to his house about three months later because somehow or another he'd gotten back into the bottle and they were trying to talk him back down off the roof of his house because he was saying he was God. And he was kind of like that 
country singer and he didn't have no clothes on. And so, I mean, uh, you're not God. We're created in the likeness and the image of God, but we're not God. And so, here in these scriptures, we see that, uh, uh, we see actually the Lord here. And then there's something that we need in t- talking about the Godhead, about God the Father and God the Son and God the Holy Ghost. Remember, God the Father. Who has seen God the Father? Nobody except Jesus the Son. His disciples said, Lord, show us the Father. He said, if you want to see what the Father looks like, look at me. I look like the Father. But Jesus is not the Father. The Father is not Jesus. The Holy Ghost is not Jesus. And the Holy Ghost is not the Father. But they are one. Amen. Okay? They are so intertwined, there is no way to be able to see any change in them. But God the Father, He is that part of God that's everywhere. Everywhere. The farthest reaches of the galaxies to the deepest parts of the hell. Amen. Our God, uh, God the Father is there. He knows our thoughts. He knows our ways. He knows our location. He knows the hair on my head. Amen. He knows everything. God the Father. God the Holy Ghost. Amen. He is the worker, the doer, the miracle maker. Amen. He is that part of God that does those things and makes those changes. He is the one that calls you to Christ. He is the one that draws you. He is the one that convicts you of your sins. Amen. The Holy Ghost. But they're one. But Jesus is that part of God that is in only one place at a time. There are not many Jesuses. There is not many that parts of God. I, I call them sometimes the second part of the Godhead. There are not many of those. Seems like I'm a little bit down here on this. <clears throat> but He is that part that He can appear to you. And He can touch you. Huh? You know how he knows everything that's going on? Because he is in the Father and the Father's in him. Okay? So this Jesus that we're talking about, the Christ, the Messiah, the Anointed One, the Savior, amen, he knew Adam. He didn't know Him afar off. He didn't know Him as a, a, a shiny globe just kind of talking to Him like some kind of space alien or something. He didn't know Him like a, a, you know some kind of camera just looking at... No. Yeah. The Bible said He walked with Him in the cool of the yes. day. Amen. Wow. Amen. Can I tell you something? Spirits don't walk. Right. Amen. Huh? And so, Jesus was known to Adam and He walked with him. And we on this side of the cross uh, know Him as Jesus. 
It was funny that the question was made this morning. They wanted to know uh, about Jesus' name. And, uh, but Jesus' name is the same as Joshua. Yeah. Jeshua. Huh? Same name. Right. It's just different. Yeah. I don't even know what my name is in Spanish. Anyone know? Huh? Hefe. Hefe. Now that don't sound a thing like Jeff, does it? Hefe. Huh? So that's why the name Jesus sounds different in different languages. <clears throat> but, uh, but on the other side of the cross, amen, on the Old Testament side of the cross, He was known as God. Yes. And Lord. Amen. Elohim. Yes. Jehovah. Yes. The Almighty. The Captain of the Armies of God. A man of war. Jeshua. Amen. He was known by many names in the Old Testament. And all of those names were mighty and powerful. And they were uh, were very important. As a matter of fact, I don't understand why the Lord got upset about it. But the Jews got to the place they didn't even want to say His name. And if you'll read in some of the minor prophets' words, the Lord was upset with that. You say you love me, but you won't even use my name. Huh? Let's use His name. Amen. We can see, amen, reading through the Scriptures that He walked with Enoch and was a friend of Enoch's. Woo! Amen. We see Him talking with Noah. We see him uh, as he uh, he and two other men looked like they were going to pass Abram by. And then they turned aside to see Abram in the Old Testament. Abram fed him. He ate. Amen. Then he told him, shall we tell him what's going to happen in uh, Sodom and Gomorrah? Jesus, amen. Uh, God, Jehovah in the Old Testament, that part of God that can be touched. We see Him even in the Old Testament. We see Him in the fire talking with Moses. We see Him in the mountain talking to Moses face to face. We see Him leading Him as that angel of the Lord. We see Him standing in the tabernacle uh, door of the tabernacle. We see Him as the rock. Huh? We then see Him talking to Joshua. Who am I talking about? My Savior. Woo! We see Him talking with Gideon. Amen. We see Him talking with Samson's parents. We see Him talking with uh, Samuel. 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 Amen. We see Him talking with David. Even David. We see Him with Elijah and Elisha and Isaiah and Ezekiel and Jeremiah and Daniel and the three Hebrew children in the fire. We see our Lord even in those cases. If you're, when you are looking at God and you're just looking at this big light, it's hard to focus on a big light, isn't it? God doesn't want us focusing on that big light. He wants us focusing on Jesus. Jesus. He's our help. He's our Savior. 
He's the Lord of Lords. He is the only one that can save us from our sins. He is the only one that can transform us from being a sinner to a saint. Amen. I know there are many great, great, great uh, topics and things we can talk about, but we should never lose the focus of who we worship and who we love and who we go after. It is Jesus. Now, now we see Him in the New Testament. He comes as the Messiah. Emmanuel. God with us. Yeah. Huh? I'm going to tell you the way a lot of people teach about the uh, the the um, about Jesus and the Trinity and all that. There were times in my life I didn't even know is Jesus God? Can we say that Jesus is God? Is it okay? Have any of y'all ever been in that place? Huh? Yeah. Jesus is God. Amen. He is the eternal God. My personal belief is, amen, because of what Jesus said, amen, that when He appeared unto Moses, He looked like He was when He walked this earth in the New Testament time. Because He said, He said, Moses saw my day. Hello? And He was glad. Them Jews, you know what they said to him? You're not even 50 years old. Ah, he's uh, he's eternal. He's always been and will always be, amen, our eternal Lord and Savior. This really, you, uh, I'm really surprised uh, I found in the last several years, yet this really trips up a lot of Christians. Huh? About who Jesus is. You better know who Jesus is. You better not only know who Jesus is, you better know Him. You better have Him in your heart. You better uh, be able to talk to Him. Hear from Him. Hear His voice speak to you. He needs to be able to lead you with His eyes. Amen. He needs to put the path down for us. Amen. We need to walk after His ways. And to the very best of our ability, emulate Him. Amen. And so now we see who Jesus is. Uh, I had some things written here. Let me see. Uh, Then He comes as the Messiah, the Savior of the world, the Light, the Holy One of Israel, the Waymaker, the Door, the Good Shepherd, the Friend, the Groom, the healer, deliverer, the justifier, uh, the perfect sacrifice, the lamb led to the slaughter, the innocent one firstborn of the resurrection, and the soon coming King of kings and Lord of lords. And to think, to think, He can be our friend. I know people who work to get influence with rich people, you know, to be uh, so they can ask for favors or be close to them, maybe get a a deal cut their way and all that. You know, I'm going to tell you something, I don't care about none of them. I'm only interested in being a friend of my Savior, Jesus Christ. 
Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus. He is our Savior. He is our friend. Amen. I, I love what Colossians chapter 1 says. Uh, I'm sure that you know it. But uh, this reaffirms what I've been telling to you, talking to you about here this morning. Uh, starting in verse 15 of Colossians chapter 1. It says, well, let me start in verse 14. In whom we have redemption through the blood, even the forgiveness of sins. So this is talking about Jesus. Who is the image. <laughs> this sounds so weird. Who is the image of the invisible God. You want to know what the invisible God looks like? He looks like Jesus. Amen. The firstborn of every creature. Huh? For by Him were all things created. Everything that's created was created by Him. Created by our Jesus. Amen. The heavens, the universe, the atoms, the dirt, everything created by Him that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible, invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by Him and for Him. You want to know why you were born? You were born for Jesus. He is before all things, and by Him all things consist. They stay together. Do you know this Jesus? Do you know Him? Have you come into that relationship with Him? It is so beyond my really comprehension to think that the Creator of the universe wants to have a relationship. You. Huh? You. Huh? Years ago, I used to think I had influence with different people. and I graduated from Calvary Baptist and right after, right when Teresa and I got married, we, we uh, rented a little house down on, what, what, 53rd? 52nd Street. And uh, we had a little garage apartment in the back up there. Uh, the roaches come in them big doors and, and all. But uh, anyway, they had twin girls that were good at basketball and they had been trying to get into Calvary. And I said, you know what? Because I just graduated from there. Still full of pride. We were state champs. You know, that, right? That, see, I said, let me see what I can do. So I went and talked to my coach, and my coach said, well, I don't need to talk to these people. And well, long story short, I sent the message back to my, the people we ran from. Tell them I pulled every string that I had, and none of them were attached. <laughs> That's the way it is a lot of times. But when you got Jesus, they're attached. Amen. You can't make him do, but oh, you can beg him. 
and you can plead with him. And uh, he may not, it may not look like he's answering your prayer the way you think he is, but I can assure you he is working on it. Amen. He is working on our prayers, our desires, the things that we want. He said he would. We may never see him. Amen. I know of some who their children were backslid and away from God. And it wasn't until after the parents passed away until the children came in. I hope that's not what my way. Huh? But you know what? I know the Lord's working on them. I see it in their lives. Every once in a while when something bad happens to them, I think, I asked him, I said, so why do you think this happened to you? <laughs> well, I made a bad choice. <laughs> All right. All right. God knows how to get us into a narrow place Amen. where He can talk to us. Amen. I'm just absolutely amazed. Um... I normally can remember it, but I'm think, thinking of where the, uh, the psalmist said, why are you mindful of man? Why are you mindful of us? Why do you think of us? That gets all the way back to the first, uh, second scripture I read to you about. We're created in the likeness and the image of God. Amen. <clears throat> One of the things that um, uh, people talk to me quite a bit about through the years uh, is that, you know, birds can only mate with birds. Okay? Or if I could say it this way, marry with birds. Of the like kinds. Now, the Lord has given us the opportunity to procreate. To have our have children. The Lord's not into the you know procreating himself. He speaks things into existence. <clears throat> but I said all that to say this. We're to be his bride. We're to be his helpmate. Can you imagine talking to God the way Moses talked to the Lord? No, Lord. You told the Lord no? The creator of the universe, you told him no? Are, are you, you got something wrong with you? Huh? He can snuff you out just like that. But he was a friend with God. He wants us to have that relationship with him. I can feel His presence here this morning. And you know, some of you don't have the relationship like I'm talking about. Well, Brother Jeff, you're not supposed to judge me like that. Can I tell you, that's part of what a pastor is. I'm not judging you to try to ostracize you, embarrass you, or kick you down. But the Lord 
uses me to let you know you need to move up. You need to move deeper in. You need to lay aside things. Amen. There have been times, I'm sorry, I prayed against people's jobs. I have. And some of them lost their jobs over it. You know why? That job was getting in between that person's relationship and the Lord. Huh? Some of you don't have the right relationship with Jesus. You got a good text relationship with him. Let me text him a message here. Da, 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 da. But you don't really, you're not looking for Jesus. You're not looking for a person to come by and touch you. Huh? Our focus is to be on Him. We are not denying the Father. We are not denying the Holy Ghost. But the Lord, God the Father and God the Holy Ghost, even the ho- uh, when Jesus described the Holy Ghost, we're not supposed to lift the Holy Ghost up and worship Him. The Holy Ghost is to teach us and help us to lift up Jesus. That's our focus. We need to get focused on Him. Amen. You've been, Teresa, come. Give us a song. You're wanting the baptism of the Holy Ghost? Can I tell you the genuine baptism of the Holy Ghost? He gives to His friends. His friends. That relationship. There's always can be some exceptions to the rule, but by and large, we're to worship Him. The ones I've seen baptized with the Holy Ghost have been those with their hands raised. Worshiping God. Not aware of anybody else. Not aware of any other thoughts. But they're in that throne room before our King. Amen. Do you know who Jesus is? Well, Brother Jeff, I don't think you've got to have the Holy Ghost to to make it to heaven. Jesus said for you to. Jesus said for us to have the Holy Ghost. He sent the Holy Ghost to be the one to lead us and guide us and teach us. So you don't want the baptism of the Holy Ghost? You don't want to be taught? You don't want to follow? Huh? See, you see what I'm saying? Brother Dodd did so good preaching about holiness. Being holy. Holiness. You know? I hear people, they say, I hate holiness. You hate Jesus? He is holy. He is love. He is judgment. He is jealous. You ever had, had jealousy over your uh, spouse? Huh? Woo! That's a, that's a hard one. Can you imagine that's the way God is about you? We need to draw closer to Him, folks. We need Him like we never needed Him before. We need 
His Spirit leading us, guiding us. But you're going to have to know who Jesus is. Amen. Brother um, Horton, his wife, they used to sing that song, All in Jesus, My Sweet Jesus, Give Him the Praise. That's what we need to press, folks. When you get to know Him and who He is, can I tell you something? You'll be hungry to read the Word of God. You just want to devour it. You know why? Because then you can begin to see Jesus through all those pages. You want to be in church. You want to be with God's people. Where are you at with Jesus right now? Let's stand all across the house. <clears throat> Who is Jesus? <laughs> He's the creator of the universe. He's all in all. We exist and consist and stay put together because of Him. But even more so, He's our Savior. He is the one that cares about you. You ever cared for somebody more than that person cared for themselves? He cares more for you than you care for yourself. Let's draw close to Him. Let's ask Him, did you know, I, I, I know I've said this a lot too, but if you don't know why you can't feel the Lord, have you tried Asking Him? You know why? He loves you enough. He'll reveal it to you. Amen. Let's come. Let's get a hold of the Lord in this altar. Let's see and talk with our Jesus. Come on.